It is nature that's all simply telling us to fall in love. And that's why birds do it. Bees do it. Even educated fleas do it. Let's do it. That's fall in love. Cold Cape Cod clams gains their wish to it. Even lazy jellyfish do it. So let's do it. Let's fall in love. The most refined schools of cod do it. Though it shocks them, I fear. What's up, fellow teens? Welcome to Jurgen It, the podcast about the secret life of the American teenager. I'm your baloney boy, Sam Canning. And I'm Jordan Canning, and I went all the way to Bologna, and all I got was this lousy blowjob. So we're, t- uh, so we're talking so about you. You may have noticed the music is different. Uh, that's uh, Jordan's Jordan's secret stuff. That it's, is the. Uh, it's called. Want to sec- talk about it? Yeah. So way back in episode one, I think we discussed the fact that this is a song uh, that the Secret Life of the American Teenager song is uh, based on a song by Cole Porter. Uh, I'm sure you've heard it, and that song is. I was listening to it, well, and they- it's just heard it when yeah and it's it's very fun to listen to except for the fact that at the very beginning he says two racial slurs whoops so i took like a text-to-speech and i just dubbed over them and fixed it so it's not racist anymore so i called it censored cole and thanks, uh, cole. we're gonna use yeah thanks cole uh he he also didn't realize at the time that those were racial slurs and then took them out later so oh my god so okay. shout out uh cole porter go on chapo say. Uh, okay. Woke Cole is what the next one's going to be called. So we're going to be talking about episode four. Ciao. Kiao. Kiao. Uh, and what, what did you think of it? This was the worst episode. I hated it. And I hated it so much that I watched it four times. God, you sure did do that. So, I don't know if I think it's the worst, but it's, it's up, definitely. It's defi- my, I was, so I watched this. It's with, certainly uh, in the bottom three. I watched this with my barbershop quartet friends, and two of them have watched every goddamn episode of this TV show. Uh, it's the only kind of episodes there are of this TV and show. And loved it, and hated it. And they told me, outside of season five, this this is definitely the worst episode of season two, but this is up there for worst episodes of, of the whole show. Nice. I'm it wasn't just me. Yeah. Um, this sucked. It was bad. It was I, very bad. The reason I watched this episode four times was because I literally, I was like, besides like two plot points, I couldn't remember anything that happened in it. And it took me three times to realize that the reason I couldn't remember anything from it was because basically nothing happens in it. Except for like, they say two well, things over and over we'll, and over again. We'll see. We'll see. Let's, uh, let's dive we in. We start, we open at 4.30 a.m., which it would have been so much better if it was 10 minutes earlier. Too, I know. <laughs> blaze it and Anne and amy are both awake because there's a baby everyone's up everyone's tired amy's tired always and Anne says she thinks david is avoiding her amy says david is immature which is true because he's ben yeah he is ben and he's avoiding her because he saw her hugging ricky in that last episode as we as you yeah, remember so, so george came george comes in and he says that ashley like told him she saw the lights were on all night and the reason ashley's awake is because she's watching a fucking Ti- twilight zone marathon and dude. uh if you are a patreon donor uh if you just give us one dollar you have access to the secret diary of ashley jurgens and uh fun fact they they mentioned that in That's the diary. actual consistent across this is a consistent point cross media consistency where ashley apparently is a huge fan of the twilight zone and if you aren't a patreon donor why not become one 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> so then Ashley comes in, and George is going to make breakfast for everyone because he's a bro for he's this a, episode? He's a total bro, but the house is very messy, and Amy explains why it's messy. It's because she's in high school, and she's working all the time. Yeah, I'm in high school, she did and not, I have a job, so she, you know what? <laughs> those are the there, two there's only one thing. There's only one thing to do when you have a job in high school, is to put a stroller in front of the refrigerator. <laughs> Why does John have a stroller? She doesn't take him anywhere. <laughs> That's true. He's a he's under house arrest. Uh, George hates how messy it is, and uh, also Amy says in this episode that she doesn't miss Ashley. Yeah, which, Anne's uh, like we miss Ashley, and which Amy's I like, think you miss Ashley. Amy and Ashley both win like a point from me. Uh, by the way, this uh, this episode solidified my just absolute. I I am Love all for it. I'm all for it. Amy is like. I think Amy is my second least favorite character. Amy and Ben, and then Ashley's number Bad three. Bad Amy episode, for this sure. This is the the worst Amy episode. So Amy says that she doesn't miss Ashley, so she does win one point for me. And then Ashley makes a, uh, the good observation that Amy doesn't give a shit about her son. She's like, maybe uh, you could find it to time to like actually like having your son in the next 18 years of his no. life. No, never. She hates she hates John. So Anne sees some bacon and is going to go throw up. And yeah, Anne, gonna... Anne is reminded of George's thin and flaccid penis, and she well, just feels so very Amy, ill. So Amy says she's going to bed, and she says, Dad, you can leave my sandwich in the microwave. No bacon, fuck you. And <laughs> I, will, George... I, I do want to say there's a point uh, where George and Anne are like arguing, and then for some reason they just decide to name every character in the show. They're like, George, Anne! George, Amy, Ashley, Ricky, and they just like donkey. And that that was kind of a fun. That was kind of a fun moment. So George says to Ashley, "Hey, we should clean the place up for them and try to come up with some way to like help put Amy in a better mood because George is good for this episode." George is a very good. George is the best he's been in this episode. I think. Uh, He's he's basically apologizing to the audience for the disgraceful behavior of his daughter. Uh, Doesn't he like? Doesn't he like say like? Ashley, you're funny. Why don't you try to make her laugh or something like that? Ashley's citation, so funny. citation needed. Ashley, Ashley's so funny. <laughs> oh man, she's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> so many laughs when Ashley's. La- you know what's weird is there. So isn't, Ashley, so Ashley does have one of. A, huh? I was gonna say the show doesn't have a laugh track except when Ashley's on screen. Then it's just constant laughter. Yeah. So Ashley does one of her. Ashley does one of her classic comedy bits where she interrogates George about who the father of the baby is. It's so even, funny, dude. And then he and then he says, "What do you?" He's like, "Why? It's it's David. Why? What do you know?" As if he didn't. didn't they literally just, have this? Co- he he to- he told her that he didn't get the vasectomy. last episode. Yeah, but you know it's that great. was great. You know what? You know what? That was a different George. That was a different character. Yeah, that's different that's, person. That's bad dad. This is different good. memories. This is, yeah, these are two different men. Yeah. So in this episode, we get, uh, this is the first time in season two that they've told us how old John is. He's five. Is, he's ten, ten weeks old. Uh, so George, so Ben decides to call Amy and ask if they can hang out. And Amy's like, I'm sick of you, Ben. I don't want to hang Amy out with you. Amy hates it. She doesn't want to hang out with Ben, which is Ben's, good. Ben's like, why don't we go to a restaurant? And Amy's like, but John's only ten weeks old. We can't take him to a restaurant. Yeah. And she she says that she says, and this is important. She says she's not going to take John anywhere until he's at least three three months old, right? That's very important. Yeah, that'll come up again. So keep that in mind. Keep it tucking so in Ben's, your brain pocket. Are these two even so dating? John and Ben? No, Ben and no, Amy. That's his dad. Oh, you're right. That is his biological father. Uh, yes, they are. Unfortunately, just like, 
It doesn't so, seem like so they Ben are. suggests that they make dinner to dinner Amy, together tonight, Amy and Amy hates, hates it. it. She's, She's like, like, I'm so I have to tired. cook after I get home from work. Which is funny because a lot of people think like cooking is a a fun, like act a fun thing to do together. A lot of a lot of people don't, but you know. Uh, okay. So Leo comes. So so Leo comes in, and he Ben and Leo Leo's are still just creepily hovering over Ben. Ben and Leo are still divorced, and and uh, canonically they have not spoken for an entire <laughs> week. Like, I fucking love this. They shit. live in the same house, and Leo presumably gives. Oh no, Ben has a driver. That's right. Never mind. Yeah, but Leo's Leo's like, I'm sorry, we didn't talk about this all week, <laughs> but because they they had to, a week pass between episodes, and they didn't. They had to have this conversation in the episode, so they just haven't talked about it for a week. <laughs> Oh, it's seven I forgot. days. I forgot you were still alive, Dad. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So uh, Ben Ben uh, apologizes to Leo and he asks, asks for his, his job. job back, and he says that he's a spoiled little shit, and, and then Leo he can't. Says, okay, here's your job. He sa- he also says he's terrible at his job. True. He says he's terrible at his job. Yeah, but then Leo Leo says something that I think is dubious. What does Leo is say? Ben is good with customers. Oh, that yeah, that citation needed on that one. Uh, there's a lot of citation needed in this in this episode, so keep yeah. that. Uh, I didn't. I did notice in this episode. I don't know if you saw it in Ben's room, and I know. I know. I'm always like you're always like you're nitpicky, but in the background, there's like a baseball hat, like a very goofy looking baseball hat, and I just thought about it on Ben's head, and I just hated the image so much. Well, Ben's the baseball Play boy. Play ball. And- I love. I love ball. Here <laughs> I go. Yeah, so Leo Leo says he's going to send Ben to Bologna to yeah, work he's at like, his he's uncle's like, hotel over the summer. Because, you know, Ben really earned it by being such a prick and quitting. <laughs> he's like, Ben, you're good with customers, and you wanna, you really love working, and I know you love working since You've you left work. You've proven your great work ethic by the time that you quit for not letting, for me not letting ben, you have sex. I, I gave you a test and you passed it. By quitting your job, I'm rewarding you with a trip to your uncle's hotel in Bologna. And then for not apologizing for an entire week. <laughs> By not speaking to me a whole week, I'm so proud of all you. All you did all week was sit on the, sit in the chair in the middle of your room. <laughs> talking to Amy Tolpa. Talking to your Tolpa, yeah. Uh, so the, uh, Ben, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm like 99% sure that Ben was saying baloney and not Bologna. He was saying it was a mix. It was somewhere between baloney. It was Bologna. really hard to tell. He said Leo says that uh, he went there when he was thirteen, and he knows what's in Bologna. And Ben, there's a lot of there's a lot of, there's a lot of Americans in Bologna. Apparently, <laughs> Bologna I think is ninety nine percent American. And then <laughs> it's actually what what Ben doesn't know. What Ben doesn't know is that Bologna is actually a hotel in Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, it's a that sex actually, hotel. And yeah, it's a sex hotel. And Ben is like, I'll go, but can I take Amy and the baby? Now, this is the weird thing. Leo doesn't, doesn't... He doesn't want to take them. No, he feels obligated But, but to he take. needs to create the conflict for this episode by asking the question. He, I think that Ben knows that Amy was gonna get mad if, uh, if he went to Bologna, because Amy loves him, as we all know, and, and, and needs him around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's the only thing that he does is be around Amy. Yeah, and and, and while Amy hates Ben, she she is accustomed to Ben, so it'd be weird to have him gone. Leo tells Ben that he should maybe get some him time. Winky face. Hey, uh, Ben's gonna jerk off in Italy. <laughs> and then, uh, I I and then Leo tells uh Ben 
that Amy would be more stressed if she was stuck in Italy with only Ben for company. Yeah, also, hey, (laughs) Ben Ben asks Leo, he's like, do you think uh, Amy and John could come along? And instead of Leo saying, no, that's ridiculous, why would you take a 10-week-old baby on an international flight to Italy for no reason? He's like, yeah, I suppose so. Bologna needs more babies. Yeah, anyway. They don't have babies in there. They'd love it. Anyway, so yeah, Ben asked that question even though he 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 doesn't want like, he if he didn't know the answer, if he didn't ask, there would be no problem. He would just be like, "Amy, my dad gave me this opportunity. See ya." Bye. But instead he asks, so there could be a problem. Ben then so also asks the- Ben also asks Leo, he's like, "Does does do you know if Betty knows the Bowmans?" So Ben is cracking the oh, mystery. Right. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's a little bit. That's the other, like one of the three things that happens in this episode. That's the Z plot for this episode. Yeah. So, 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 so Tom, of Tom. So Tom is is uh he doesn't care about his dad dying, and he never cared. And he actually, I think Tom might have actually killed Marshall to become the man of the house. Mm-hmm. Like he sabotaged the plane mm-hmm. because because at no point does he ever look sad. Or say anything to indicate that he really is sad about Marshall dying, but he does he say- He says a like, lot to indicate that he's not. He says a lot to indicate that he doesn't care, he says a lot to indicate that Grace did it, and he says a lot to indicate that he's the man of the house now. So he made pancakes yeah. for, so for He Kathleen. made a million pancakes, and Kathleen says that she's still feeling a little blue, and Tom says, still? Yeah, Tom, Tom I think, asks when uh, Kathleen is gonna get over it or something like that. Yeah, she says, I think it's going to take me longer than a week, but and then, Marshall definitely died, like, two or three weeks ago. It's okay. Tom says, uh, well, you know what Pocahontas said? Yeah. I almost die. Hey, Sam, I know I was I don't care. I, I Hey, Sam. Valarmogulus. Okay. No, um, d- you got to kill me now. I, no. Okay. Um, I'm dead, so I don't think I'm really in any place. Fair to- enough. We're all, all must die. Uh, yeah, and then, so just <laughs> so Tom is edgy now. Tom, Tom loves Rick and Morty, and Tom loves Nietzsche or something, and he's like an edgy brain genius on the internet. He's great, <laughs> and he yeah. says that his mom is gonna die one day, and he's gonna die, and it's gonna be good. And then Grace we're comes gonna down, die, and then we're gonna get to hang out and play golf in heaven with Dad. Grace comes down, and she she's like she's you know dressed what? like normal Grace. <laughs> she says, "I'm gonna go to school today. I I need to start." getting my life back together, you know, I can't just wallow forever, Responsible and Grace. I, uh, I think it'd be good for me to, like, just be, keep myself busy and get back into my normal schedule, you know? Good yeah. for Grace. Kathleen says no, and that she shouldn't, yep. and then Kathleen, <laughs> Kathleen says, uh, don't, uh, by the way, I, I, do you want to, like, I don't know, go to a grief counselor or a therapist to help get you through this? And Grace famously hates therapy, as we Grace all know. Grace hates therapy. Grace we has all never, the ever, time that, ever said anything good about therapy. The time that she told Ricky, she was like, you went to therapy? Ew, Gross, my family hates I hate therapy. hate you. We, when, we went, when Tom arrived, we went to uh, to therapy, and I hated it so much, and it sucks. So and Grace I is, love the stigma against it, Grace It's great. Says. Grace, I'm, I'm proud of Grace for pushing through and going to school. Uh, and not going to a therapist, which also, as we all know is always the right choice. Grace Grace points out Just uh, kidding, everyone should go to therapy all the time. Grace also points out, like, Tom, you didn't seem like you really cared that dad died, and then Tom said, It's because I'm guilt free, it wasn't my yeah, fault. Yeah, he said Fuck I didn't you, do anything Tom. wrong, so I don't have any guilt. You piece of garbage. Yeah. Uh, um yeah. and then yeah, so this was where I where I did um I was going to do math, but then you're like, don't yeah. even bother because so no, the Grace math is so wrong for this show. So great. So Kathleen Grace says, says there's, there's only one month oh, yeah. left of school, 
Amy has said that John is 10 weeks old now. So pregnancy is about 40 weeks, which means that John is about 50 weeks since he was conceived, which means that it's been almost be a year. about a year since band camp, which but would that mean makes, that, that we are in summer vacation. So two weeks we're like, summer, yes, they, they're yeah, completely We're like two wrong. months off. Sorry. Did you notice, by the way, that the music was fucking ominous for this scene? I didn't notice it uh, in my four watches of this, but you sure did. Was it, what Grace was, was like... We all just have to have a little bit of faith. You'll be fine. We'll be fine. I'll be fine. Eventually. I mean, besides, we can't wait till I'm 100%. I don't know when I'll be 100%. Could be years. So I'm just gonna go get my stuff. Anyway, so Tom mentions that he saw Ben with Betty, and then he's like, Hey, does your book about grief counseling say anything about <laughs> prostitutes? da 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 uh, so, uh, we're back at- Hey! Return of Adrian's desk. I always like to look out for it, even oh, though yeah. I know it's completely- Like, it's just desk a part of the set. Oh, we didn't- we didn't do title watch. Ciao. Sure. Ciao. Cause, uh- <laughs> Cause all those Italian women are gonna be chowing on Ben's penis. I'm funny like Ashley in this episode. So Ben calls Adrian and she tells him that she's not going to have this sex is the one with him. Of, this is one of the worst scenes in the entire show. This is now, a scene. I have, yeah. Ben, for no reason, apropos of nothing, instead of calling like, I don't know. Alice. Ricky, Ricky also could have probably been of use. Ashley. Anyone. He decides to, I guess, call the operator and ask for Adrian's number and then basically unzips he his sa- pants. He says, hello, operator. Do you, can you connect me to your, uh, anyone, anyone slutty would be great. But, and before the operator even does that, he begins like basically masturbating into the phone with his words. It's disgusting. No, he it's, said that he's not here. He's not, not about sex. I'm he not says. here to have sex, but it would be. <laughs> It would be so nice to have yeah, sex with he literally you, Yeah, he literally says, sex with you would be very nice, he, I'm sure. D- and he keeps pushing it the whole scene. So he is wanting to call Adrian for only the one reason, and that one reason is he wants, to, he wants to know how to tell Amy that he's going to Italy, I think, right? That's right, something. he's saying, how do I, how do I let Amy know that I'm gonna go to Italy, and I'll see her after the summer, bye. And then, and, and then, uh... He and spends also, like five minutes talking about, even though this was never the point of the call, I swear, he starts talking for like five minutes about how when we he, do have sex, it's going to be worth the wait. And I then Adrian just says, Adrian just says, or not. <laughs> like, who's fucking side are you on? Uh, Yeah, Ven is horny and he wants to fuck Adrian and Adrian doesn't no, look. No, he doesn't. He doesn't want to. He said he doesn't. Oh, you're right. Okay. And Adrian looks kind of amused by this, which is weird. Yeah, well, she's a slut. And, and then uh, when Ben says, when Ben mentions Bologna, this is, uh, I should have counted how many well, times let's, they Well, let's say- not skip that, because I've, I've got this whole exchange written okay. here that I, really, I really drives home how much Ben totally doesn't want to have sex with Adrian. He said, uh, she says, are you sure you're not trying to have sex with me? And he says, no, I don't want to try, because I don't want to try and fail. I, oh, yeah. I would fail, right? And she says, probably, yes. yeah. And he says... Could I get a definitely, just in case the idea ever popped popped into my head or anything, you know? Adrian, please, please say no! Yeah, that's literally what Jack was saying, where he was like, you should have rejected me, it's your fault! I feel so bad for Adrian, her life is... Her life is an endless barrage of the horniest dicks of the worst people on this show. 
Yeah, and then By which I mean says, two characters. Ben, I definitely am never going to have sex with you. And he goes, okay, cool, I can finally think about something else. Not that that was what I was and calling about. And then he zips up his pants. And, yeah, and then, then he... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's so when he, he starts talking oh, yeah, about this Bologna. Is where, this is where he starts pronouncing Bologna correctly because somebody told him between scenes <laughs> that he was doing it wrong. And she says... Okay, this is, this is a line. Keep this one in your brain, too, because they say it a lot. You know what Bologna is known for, right? And she says it in Adrian wait, Horning wait. voice. Hubba, hubba. And uh, and you know what's funny is when she said that when she said that I said no, I don't, I don't. Well, don't worry because we'll find out later. And <laughs> uh, and Ben says, I'm sure if I told Amy she and John could come, she'd say yes, even though she literally just told him that she will not oh, take John anywhere until he's three months old. Ben Ben says. It'd be really difficult to be in Italy and not have sex with Amy. Hey, Ben, <laughs> with the baby there? Not to it, mention, not to mention, the, Amy's been very clear that she doesn't want to, probably not for at least is, a is few ben years. Like, We're under the Italian sky and I just need to make love with you, Amy. I just won't be able to control myself, just I can put tell. A, put a sheet over John's face, please. Ugh. Uh, and yeah, then why? and then Adrian just completely derails everything in a very yeah. confusing. This is one of the weirdest things Adrian has said. Besides, I want to fuck my brother. Uh, yeah. a- Adrian's like, so you'd be leaving uh, and leaving Ricky with Amy the whole summer, and then Fed's like, yeah, and then she says, then I hate you. Then and I hate it, you. Then hangs up. Click. Huh. Yeah. So th- this Ben's storyline in this episode is the most forced, pointless issue that I've ever seen, because he had no reason to ask and get confirmation from his dad that Amy could come. He had no reason to call Adrian and ask for advice. Why didn't he call Ricky? He because he because there needed to be a problem. It's it's just like so contrived and it's pointless. It's like it's just. Pointless, yeah, pointless drama. Why didn't he call, if he wanted, like, a feminine perspective, why didn't he fucking call his best friend Alice? They explain that later, though. It's because I know, she only but knows I don't what's accept the explanation. He could have fucking, he could have called, he could have asked his dad, he could have asked anyone. Yeah, literally, why did he like, call Adrian? off the top of my head, Alice, Leo, Ashley, Anne, all of those people would be way better. Oh my God. But he, but he had to call Adrian because then there could be an issue. And, like, it's clear that Ben doesn't really want Adrian or, uh well he wants Adrian to go so he can fuck her but he really doesn't want Amy to go right because like he didn't even when he asked Leo he didn't want her to go no because because he because he too recognizes that it would be insane for Amy to bring her baby there i think it's the is the reason originally but then there's a different reason later right yeah anyway sucks. so so good super grandpa george has cleaned up the whole house again he cleaned the whole house, he made breakfast for everyone, and now he's offering to help out Anne by driving Amy and Ashley to school, because he's nice for this episode. Good husband in this episode. Uh, this is different, George. And then uh, there's there's another plot point that has gotten brought up again. What, so what- I would love to know what happened in Anne's brain here. <laughs> uh, I feel like the episode skipped like 45 minutes So Anne in was this thinking one about, second. Hold on, I'm gonna- hold on. So Anne was thinking about bacon- because George had bacon earlier, okay. and then she was thinking about yeah, make it make sense. Bacon strips, okay. The dog treat for dogs. Are you getting a dog, George? So, why does 
<laughs> literally out of nowhere, she just like... I mean, I, li- I literally can't even like dwell on this because did, I dwelt on this, it during they, the episode and it makes no sense. Were they already talking about like, well, where's David now? Why isn't David around helping out with the baby, huh? Is he yes. going to be around when you have... And then and then out of nowhere, Anne's just like, are you getting a dog? Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> I don't understand. And then, yeah, George is like... She, like, tells him, she's like, she's like, you're not getting a dog, because if you get a dog anytime you and Ashley go out of town together, then I'm gonna have to take care of the dog, and I'm not taking care of a dog and a baby and another baby. (laughs) George, what if you went to Italy for a month? I won't watch your dog for a month. Uh, George, George... It it felt like, it felt like the, like, a portal opened up in front of Anne, and that was a different Anne from a different show. (laughs) Like, like, George had a portal opened up for a longer time in this whole episode. Uh, it's so weird that this dog plot point has been brought up so many times and probably will never, they'll never actually get a dog because that would be expensive. Well, dog actors are hard to get. Yeah, it's exactly. They'll have a a man dressed as a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Woof, woof. It's me, Sparky. Oh, God. Woof, woof, woof. I'm a thirsty little dog. You have to water me. Amy, I'm feeling yiffy. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> gross. Water, you have to use your pee. Amy, uh, I'm, Amy I'm in heat. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, why is Amy at George's house? So, George also uh, it does a good thing where he's like, well, why would... Not a good thing for him, but a good thing for me when he's like, well, where is David last night when you were throwing up because you saw my flaccid bacon? Uh, I oh, yeah, even dude, did... This- this I did that and moment. I set the bar pretty low. Yeah, when he says, David's not even doing the stuff I used to do for you, and I set the bar pretty low. That oh, was boy. my cool teen moment right I watched there. this episode four times, and I don't think I have a cool teen moment. We'll see. Oh, and then George, okay, George does lose a lot of points here for this episode, because he does the thing he started doing last episode where he <laughs> says, uh, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he just starts, he's like, yeah, I don't like David. He's like Ricky, and I'm Ben now. Yeah, so the Imagine I'll, if I'll try grown, to explain his analogy as he does. He I mean, says I, He says, This guy got you pregnant, but that doesn't mean he's right for you any more than Ricky is right for Amy. And then she <sighs> says, Well, he's not Ricky, and he goes, Yeah, he is Ricky, and I'm Ben. Look, for the viewers of this show, all they can understand is who got who pregnant and who's tr- dating who. They so are trying to so you, hard to draw these parallels for oh no reason. God. They're like explicitly, they're like, now viewers, in this scenario, Anne is equivalent to Amy, David is equivalent to Ricky, and George is equivalent to Ben. He's like Just literally so we all know where the- <laughs> both comparing himself to his teenage daughter's creepy teenage boyfriend and also like pregnancy cucking himself. Yeah, unless it is his baby, which I which I, it don't, is. I really don't remember. It it is. It has to be. It probably is. And it does. Also, uh, uh, I I didn't get any spoilers, but when I I was watching this with my friends, they literally completely forgot that Anne was pregnant. So that that <laughs> I think that says a lot about this plot point and and its lasting <laughs> effects on this show. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, so Grace is here, and all the extras are coming oh, up to this her. Is, they, they, they and the extras look so extra. happy because they get to speak, which means they get paid. I have my one of my favorite all-time favorite lines of the show is in this scene. Which one? Uh, where she said, "Because everyone's like walking up to Grace and being like, uh, basically trying just making her feel worse." Like one person's like, "I my dad almost died," and she's like, Ugh. "And then this one girl, uh, oh uh, yeah, says a." Uh, I lost my cat last summer, and I lost my virginity. Yeah, they're all they're all telling her they're like, "I'm so sorry. I heard about your dad and your hymen." 
It's bad. It is bad. And Grace looks so <laughs> now Grace looked so like I mean obviously she's she's like trying. Like she yeah. she's obviously still grieving, but she she looked really confident and positive in the last scene. And this scene she looks so like scared and uncomfortable. And uh, I know I that no. I I mean it she was, did it what I, I I know that I know that the way that she was acting in the last scene was like her trying to yeah. act like that, but it was it wasn't even like she walked in like looking confident and then like it yeah. got to her. She looked she, she like looked... walked in looking like she was walking through a haunted house. <laughs> and and then the jump scares were oh did you notice okay the girl who said I lost my cat last summer and my virginity the shirt she was wearing was another shirt that just said judgment on it <laughs> what? so i guess that it's literally just like a fictional clothing brand in this show oh dude you i know thought what that, that was is. just what you is know that what a, that is that's, is that that's their symbolism. version of obey oh it's symbolism every all the all the times that they're talking to other students who are judging but joe them, isn't ever they're judging. labeled judgment joe is expecting the apocalypse and he's like this is when humans will be judged but this well, girl joe's, is joe's social link is of the judgment arcana <laughs> How have we, how have we never made that joke before? I don't know. Amazing. Uh, so, so Adrian then tries to rekindle her friendship with Grace, which I completely forgot was a thing somehow. And then Grace just doesn't Amy and leaves school. Adrian walks up and she's like, "Hey, hey, Grace. I know that things are tough right now, but I got your back. I know people are being weird, but I'm, I'm good friend, I'm here Adrian." With you. And then Grace Grace just says nothing and leaves. Leaves school. So after after Grace leaves, Amy comes up to Adrian and <laughs> asks what's going on, as if it wasn't incredibly obvious. Uh, and then she a- Adrian, <laughs> Adrian Adrian just like looks again. ahead in the hallway and sees Ben standing there, and she just turns to Amy and goes, "Ben's going to Italy. Bye." And then Ben literally is like, "I have to go," and then ru- like jumps out the window. And yeah, then and Amy looks upset Amy. at Ben as if she likes being around him, even though we know that's not true. But Ben, I love you so much. Ben, so- I love you and like being with you for this episode, despite the scene at the beginning where you were trying to hang out with me and I said no because I don't want to be around you. And despite the fact that I, that I show no affection towards you in this whole episode, also. And this whole fucking season, I feel like. So George Besides, is like, like the one time where she said, "I miss kissing you." <laughs> so, th- so George is a good dad to literally everyone except his kids because George is a. So let's let's go through the list. George is a good dad to Ash or to Adrian that one time. Mm-hmm. George is a good dad to Grace, and uh-huh. George is a really really good dad to John. Terrible dad to Ricky. Terrible dad to Ricky, and is a terrible dad to Amy. He was also kind of a oh, and he was no, kind he of was, a dad. Was, I mean, he was cleaning the house and trying to help her out this episode. She I thought that was more of a thing for Anne than it was for Amy, but that's just my head. No, because he, he, he was talking. He was talking to Ashley. He was like, "We got to do something to get Amy's." He's mood an up, you okay know? dad to Ben, and I, I feel mean, like granted, he, it's not it's not consistent. That that'll never happen again. But yeah, and he was like trying to be a dad to Jack too. Which is uh, weird. True. So, 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 so George sees Grace. He's driving, uh, presumably home from dropping uh, Amy and uh, Ashley off, and uh-huh. he sees Grace. And I think this is actually the first time on this show they've ever spoken. Uh, yeah, I think so. And probably. he's like, Grace, Grace, and uh, and and. But it is, is it is his ex wife's uh, widow. What? That's not- yeah, his his ex wife's daughter. It is his ex wife's daughter. What do you uh, think of this scene? I I thought it was nice. I thought it was uh, nice with with, with a like one exception. It, the, the the things that happened in it were very strange, and the fact that like George did this was nice but weird once again because he's a terrible dad to his own kids. But I yeah. like I liked George and uh, 
Yeah, so he he uh he sees Grace like walking on the sidewalk and he's like, "Oh, Grace is like walking away from school. That's weird." So he he like pulls over and he gets out of his car and he's like, "Hey, Grace, what's what's, what's going, going on? on?" He talks and she says, "He's like, "Why don't you just stay home for the rest of the the, the school year?" And she says, "You can't stay home cuz then she'd go to therapy, which is a thing she hates." She hates therapy. George and also says he scene, hates this therapy. This scene was kind of nice and this was the this was the part that kind of was like, "Uh, what?" Oh, and, yeah. and she's she's like I just want to know where he is, and he goes, uh, "He's he's dead, Grace." It well, if they had put his ashes in the hole, they would have known where he was because he wouldn't have blown away. <laughs> then this he'd be the- in heaven, but now he's in purgatory forever because they <laughs> didn't put his ashes in the hole. He has unfinished business. He's gonna come back to Earth and have to like scoop up every ash and return yeah. it. Uh, Did you know that golf balls are just like experiencing constant suffering until they go in the hole and they can finally die? <laughs> It it it's the only way they can come. Uh, so Grace is an edgy atheist for now. I think. Uh, uh it's no, very. I mean, con- I, I I think it makes sense because George asks her if she believes in God, and she says, "I thought I did." Yeah, but then George is like, "I believe in God, even though I don't go to church." And then he's like, "Well, if, that he, I don't remember." There's a lot of talk about that. George yeah, also points she, out he's that basically it, saying he's basically saying just because your dad died, that doesn't mean. Like, like everybody's dad dies eventually because people die. Like George is like, Amy had sex and I'm still alive, which is the thing that uh, that Reference Stone said too. Yeah, all the, and all he, the- he also tells her. He also tells her if Marshall was alive, he would forgive her for having sex. That's with Jack. true. Yeah, and, and then uh, they, and then he says, in the end, all we need is love. I will say one thing. One thing. Beatles. <laughs> they both say Beatles at the same time. They both what? say George, Beatles in unison. George says a, a good sentiment. I thought, which is like, uh. Forget about, you know, the the guilty feelings and the sad feelings you have and just think about all the people who love you and, and who you love. And I was like, oh, that's a mm-hmm. nice thing to say, George. It was a nice scene. It was a good... You know what? You know what, George? Cool teen moment for good George and good, good nice scene. I do want to point out that in the, the events of this episode, any potential changes that Grace, I thought, was going to undergo have basically been completely reversed by the end of this episode. Yeah. She seems like the then, same Grace again, which I was very surprised by. Yeah. And then George tells Grace that Jack's been drinking, and he says, I told him to lay off. <laughs> it's been done. Teens and drinking. So the writer should try to be like, teen and sober. We says. can't really get into the storyline too much because, like, you know, it's it's a little trite. So We're remember, above that. Uh, remember Teens don't need I, to learn that drinking is wrong. Remember when I said, like, oh, this is the beginning. Uh, they're going to make a plot point about, like, how Jack has a drinking problem. And, and, and I well, keep forgetting, I keep forgetting that this show is like, there's no slow burn and that any plot yeah. points that are brought up are resolved by two episodes from now. Yeah, Cause I did the, the same thing. First episode. I was like, I was like, like oh, I can't believe they're, that George they're and Anna are seeding, like, maybe some conflicts yeah. in the family. And then, like, like, 10 minutes later, they're like, we're getting divorced. I said, like, in a few seasons, George and Anne were going to get divorced and it happens in, like, episode five. It, it, they haven't gotten divorced yet. God knows when they actually will, but they they did like immediately separate. Anyway, then then Grace says to George uh, that she feels better from talking up to him, and she's like, you know, I I don't I don't want to like dwell too much on my own stuff. Like, how how are you? What's what's going on with you? And he goes, I lied about getting a vasectomy, <laughs> and Anne might be pregnant. Another thing to kind of ruin this scene a bit, <laughs> yeah. a lot. So bad. So next we're at uh, Grant High School again, and we have a very very bad conversation with Amy, uh-huh. uh, who I've noticed since season two has. I don't think we've seen a single scarf. Yeah, I think no she's scarves. matured as well, a the, woman. The thing, the, this now this is this is a weird thing, and I, I think I've mentioned this before. 
the scarf was originally something she did, and this is going to sound so weird saying it out loud, this. to hide the belly. You have said this. I have no memory of this. I have listened, I believe I've, since we finished the season, listened to pretty much every episode, and I, I swear to God, you, even in the episode, you thought that that was a thing that you saw when you watched it the first time, but don't remember seeing it on Netflix, but. I definitely have a very, very distinct memory of, it, not, I, not just in the show, but also in commercials. It might have even just been in commercials and not ever been on the show but there was definitely a shot of like amy standing in the mirror like adjusting her scarf trying to cover up her belly i just don't remember this but okay but uh, yeah that those were pregnant now she, she 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 doesn't want to wear a scarf anymore because they they show up her they uh they hide her masses yeah they cover her breasts huh uh so <laughs> so amy hates ben because uh and she hates that ben was talking to adrian which is actually i think a reasonable thing to be upset about like why did you call adrian and why did why you did, masturbate yeah. to the completion of the phone where how did you get her phone number even operator <laughs> uh so, Never mind. so question withdrawn she doesn't so did ben call it i didn't really know if ben wanted sex or not i don't know it made no I, I i honestly think i honestly think that that wasn't like canonically i don't think that was why he called her i think he legitimately was yeah. just asking for advice and the fact that he called her was entirely so that amy could interpret it that way it's good and uh i i, I do remember i think ben told amy that she's been tired yeah uh she's tired and she and says then, i know that's all i and then he know. and then she he tells her about bologna and then she says yeah he see, he says he says his uncle needs him and she says your uncle in bologna baloney yeah woo nice joke writing uh, award I, you did I went, it i went through in my head and uh and changed up the uh the uh whether they said baloney or bologna for all for both of those words and i think my favorite <laughs> uh permutation of that is your uncle in bologna bologna <laughs> bologna da, 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 da. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I really like the idea, my, my uncle needs me, he's desperate, he's, he's gonna he, die. his uncle is, his uncle is in Italy, and he's like, oh my god, in one month, I'm gonna need a shitty team to help at my hotel, thank god I have a nephew in Los Angeles, or I'd be fucked, because nobody in Italy, there's well, no the teenagers is, in Italy who need a part-time job. The thing is, is that his uncle is Fernando, and Fernando doesn't speak any English, and as we know, Bologna has only English people there. Hmm. So Ben says he's like, well, I'll only be there for a few weeks, a couple months top. So keep that tucked in your brain, because that also will be very important <laughs> later. Nice. And then, uh, and then Amy. No. <laughs> oh, right. This is the payoff right now is that Amy's like, oh, Benny, like, subtly mentions. He just, like, pat throws it. And he's like, maybe, maybe you could go with me. And then Amy, yeah, because she oh, gets says, mad. And he's like, well, I mean, you you could go with me. He says, you and John could go with me. And then Amy literally, like, uh, her light bulb above her bad mom muscles turn off. She's like, well, I could just leave John here with my I, mom. I, I could just leave. I could just leave. I could just leave my baby at home alone for two months. So, <laughs> so John. So think about this. John is a little over two months old. And uh, Ben. Ten weeks. Ten yeah. Weeks. yeah. Ben 
says a few weeks to a few months. So if if it's at the latter end of that scale, <laughs> John would be spent half his life basically without his mom there, which I think actually would be a good thing for John <laughs> to have like a loving like Ricky and Anne and George taking care of him instead uh-huh. of the one who hates him. But it sucks. It's bad and Amy is the worst and it's, Amy It's is amazing a- how immediately Ben's like I I guess you could come with me. And she's like, "Oh my god, I can leave John." Okay, I, perfect, I don't yes. have to ha- take care of my baby. I really don't want to spend time with you, but yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And now we're, ta- uh, we're now we're with a- uh, Adrian and Ricky, and Adrian says, "Here we go, here we go." Adrian says, "Okay." Adrian so, says, "Bologna's known for three okay, things." Th- no, so it, yeah. One, the oldest university in the world, which that's true. That university has been going for uh, like over a thousand years. That's that's pretty wild. Incredible. So oldest university. Two, it's incredible food. Probably true. And three. Oral sex. Ah, the three genders. The <laughs> oldest college to incredible food and oral sex. So, citation needed. I called bullshit. I said, why? What? Where did they get this from? And I yeah, googled Bologna. So you and Bologna, I both started furiously googling Bologna oral and sex. And I found things, some great videos, but nothing that was really relevant. The only things I could find were people who said, I was watching The Secret Life of the American yeah. Teenager. What a lot is of Yahoo thing? answers. There's, I found a blog about Ben in Bologna. I didn't read it for fear of, of uh, spoilers. Good. But... Yes, this is presumably a thing that the writers of the show made up. There was one one answer that I found on Yahoo Answers was like, "Well, I mean, come on, it's a teen drama. Like they have to they have to uh, have stuff to make the show like sexier. You can't just like say that I mean, an entire city is just, known for blowjobs. They could have just said that it was a, a there were prostitutes there. Yeah, like why not have it be like what you could have just had it be like." Hey Ben, I have a I have a cousin in Amsterdam, and then it, then it would be like you know well, what Amsterdam is known for. Ben, that would be a plot. That I mean, would be Itali- something. Itali- Italians, they're Italian. I know, I know, I know. But there's Amsterdam, no reason Italy. that he couldn't have family in Amsterdam. Uh, so yeah, the uh, Bologna is a Bologna job. Bologna. Yeah, so now I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna read this Ricky quote because this is oh, I, this is one of the this lost a lot I, of Ricky points. I think I think that this is the worst thing that has ever been said on the show. Like. Period. I don't. Yeah, I don't I, think I, there's been a worse series of sentences than this one on the entire show. So here's what Ricky right. says. He says, "Every city in Europe is known for sex." Already. Okay. Huh. No. Shut the, the fuck Vatican? up, Ricky. <laughs> the Vatican. Uh, well, let's not. Oh. Uh, every city God, in Ricky Europe didn't make a joke about that. Every city in Europe is known for sex. Same in Asia. What are you fucking talking about? And then I he think says, that Asia has a lot of sex tourism, is I think what he's I'm saying. I'm sure it does, but every city is known for, in all every, of Asia? All of Asia. Like, like you go to Tibet, and you go to, like, the, the like, Buddhist temples and, like, these tiny towns, and they also are famous for blowjobs there. It's yeah, true. Okay. So I'm going to power through. Every city in Europe is known for sex. Same in Asia. Every place but America. No <laughs> one seems No one seems to come here to America for sex. Not willingly, anyway. What the fuck? Uh, uh, Ricky, did you just make like a that's sex- ex- did that he is make a- it is he made a human sex trafficking joke. That is a joke about human trafficking. Why, Ricky? What the Why? fuck was that shit? That is Why? the worst thing that they've said on this entire show. Why would someone write that? I. <sighs> 
So Ricky then implies that Leo is specifically sending Ben to Bologna to get a blowjob, and I was like, that's insane! And then later in the episode, it becomes apparent that maybe that's the case? Oh my god. And then then Ricky's like, maybe I can go too! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so so, uh, then Adrian, because Adrian is always- so, they really just full-time committed, they're like, Adrian loves Ricky now. This is the thing. Yeah, I guess. Adrian, who hates romance, loves Ricky and wants and, to be and, monogamous yeah. with him. Ricky's like, uh, Adrian's like, Ricky, I need you to be honest. I don't even remember where this came from. She's like, have you been having sex with any other girls? And then he's like, you're not available, Adrian, which is funny because a- Ricky and Adrian constantly, constantly call each other to ask if they want to have sex. Yeah. Uh, what, the, where it came from was he, he like made that joke where he's like, huh, maybe I can see if Leo will send me to Bologna too. And then she, then she just like, why is Ricky like a, a, Marshall? I don't know. And then she, she gives him a glare. Marshall warged into him. And she okay. gives him a glare and she's like, are you having sex with people who aren't me? And yeah. And then he says, what? And she goes, wrong answer. Okay. And then he, okay. I have, so, so then she says that Ruben and, and her mom are going to get a house and they're going to have some privacy. And if he doesn't have sex with other girls, then they can have sex. But if he does. Yeah, just wait for Ruben to buy us the fuck house. And wait then, for, okay. Wait for Re- sex house real. Adrian says, uh. Yeah, huh one of my one of my favorite lines in this show she says so go go to bologna also every time she says an italian word yeah. she says it in like a super italian accent which yeah says, go to bologna have sex with, uh, that's named after rigatoni and spaghettini and fusilli so let's it's play not. a game sam it isn't let's play a game okay what is sex that's named after spaghettini what is sex that's named after rigatoni? What kind of sex? Okay, so is that blowjobs? Is it because you put it in your spaghetti? That's a blowjob, uh, right? No, it, it's a it is a flaccid blowjob. What is spaghetti? It's thin spaghetti, I believe. Fusilli is the wheels, right? Uh, so that's having Pas- sex in a car. Twenty eighteen. That's having sex in a car, or maybe you get strapped to the wheel like a a rotating wheel. No, no, no. Fusilli wheel. is not wheels. Fusilli is, is corkscrew. Oh, oh, corkscrew. So that's having sex with. That's like when two ducks have sex. That's fusilli. <laughs> and Rigatoni is using a flashlight. When a of, duck sees a duck and it's time for them to fuck, that's fusilli. <laughs> That's probably one of the best jokes we've ever made. And then Rigatoni is like having sex with a flashlighter or some other long tube. Like well, a big Rigatoni, wide. Rigatoni uh... Rigatoni is a big wide. That's like my one of my favorite. Oh yeah, yeah, jokes. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of uh Rotini. It's fucking a a, a toilet paper tube. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the three things that Ricky's gonna do. He's gonna <laughs> Rigatoni he's gonna... is docking. <laughs> oh gross. So he's gonna go and get a flaccid blowjob, watch two ducks have sex, and then fuck a toilet paper tube. <laughs> <laughs> a very exciting vacation for Ben and Ricky. I think I think that's uh I think you just summarized one of the National Lampoon movies. Oh yeah, I think you're right. National Lampoon's Bologna and Bologna. Uh so Grace gets talked to by a guy who does the same thing. Again, oh, yeah, wait, uh, one, one, one last thing that I want to mention about this scene is after Adrian says all that and, and walks out because she's leaving school too, because that's just what you do. Spy! Amy, Amy just looks at Ben and is like mad at him for it? Yeah. Okay. Amy hates that Adrian's leaving. Why didn't you talk to Adrian and get her to stay in school so we <laughs> could have, you could have sex with her? Huh, Ben? So Grace gets talked to by a guy who I thought might be a character later, but probably nope. not. Okay. 
And he, he's like, he's like, oh, I don't remember. Oh, he's like, you better get he back said, up on the says, horse. He says, yeah, it's good to see you back. Sometimes you just got to get back up on the horse. I'm referring to your dad, not the other thing. Oh, and then, uh, and then Jack shows up. And Sorry if you made it sound like I was telling you to fuck a horse. Or your dad. Or your dad. <laughs> Marshall Bowman, Marshall the Horse Bowman. Uh, so yeah. Jack and Grace are talking again, and and once again, this just completely rolls back any potential character change or development. Yeah. Uh, Grace also admits that it was a decision that she and Jack made together, which I think is kind of good. But no, because then she says it's a decision. Or, yeah, she does say that, but she also says it is a decision that I made because I felt like I needed to Citation plant my flag. Needed. In you. I feel like that's wrong. A script says so. But the show... Doesn't matter. Remember when she was, like, talking to Kathleen when Kathleen Doesn't got the matter. birth control and she's like, Doesn't even the matter. sex sound... Okay. Jack Doesn't says matter. that he'll... Grace is like, I don't want to have sex. And then Grace... <laughs> Jack is like, I'll never have sex again. Not even... Yep. I'm Valsel now. I cut my He's, dick off. Yeah, he cuts his dick off right then and there in the middle. Did you like, by the way, that they're having this, like, very serious in the hallway conversation? They're, like, talking about, like... How they both lost parents, and they're talking oh, yeah, about Jack having sex, and they're talking about getting married and his drinking problem, just in the middle of the hallway while people are walking by. Yeah, it's a school for the death, uh, in this scene. So, Jack <laughs> says, yeah, Grace is like, please stop drinking, and then he said, I just thought of a, 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 a it was just beer, I thought a couple beers would make it easier. Hey, Jack, I feel the same way about the show, watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I really liked how, uh... She she tells him, she's like, I still love you, I still want to marry you, but you need to stop drinking. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. The show never really, like, got into that, so I, <laughs> yeah. I only ever had two beers. I had two beers on the steps of community. No, he had two beers, and then he had a noticeable amount of alcohol that George could smell it on him at the well, he We saw he was him bathing. drink one beer, he, and then in the second, the second scene, he, like, spritzed it on himself like perfume. Yeah. That's what a white wine spritzer is. That's right. Spritzer, spritzer, spritzer. I, so, I just think it's so funny that they they were like, we're gonna have this storyline where Jack where Jack has a drinking problem, and then they just throw it away after one episode because they're like, well, I well, mean, we should have know. him get back together with Grace, and that wouldn't work. Uh, so Grace, <laughs> uh, so so yeah, Mar- Jack's uh, Grace unzipped. We never Jack. even saw him drunk. We just saw him crying and and tasting a beer and being, this tastes so gross. <laughs> I can only, I bought so many of these and I hate it. Yeah. So, I, I, so Jack was being like good for this scene, and if this was like the only way that Jack ever acted, I'd be okay with Grack, but he's not. But yeah. for this scene, he is. So whatever. Yeah. So I ship it for now. Jack's been unzipped, and he and he misses his dad now. And then Grace, uh, he's like, "Was it horrible for you, Grace?" And then Grace said, "It's horrible for all of us, especially Tom, which is citation needed. Well, <laughs> footage not found. Uh, Grace." Even after, like, literally, he had just found out his dad died, and he got home, Kathleen is, like, sobbing, and then Tom's just like, just like, you killed him! Yeah, He's not well, even Tom is, sad! Tom, anger is one of the phases of grief, and he's, he's still on he's that. He's going through it really quickly. He missed his dad for approximately 0.5 seconds. Yeah. Uh, and then Grace says that she wants to do something to honor Marshall Bowman. Oh, when Which the saints. <laughs> she's gonna, she's gonna collect every individual ash and place it in that hole. <laughs> she's uh, gonna sweep it into the hole. Yeah, she's gonna sweep it into. But she has to go, like, she has to collect them across the earth because they blew away in the wind. Uh, how yeah, many times have dra- Jack the and Grace? Ball Z, the Dragon Ball music starts playing. How many times have Jack and Grace like broken up and then reconciled? 
I think like four. It's happened so many times. And then, uh, and then, uh, bad line, Grace says, uh, okay, Jack, no drinking, no drugs, just us. And then Jack's like, I get high off your grussy. And then she breaks up with him again. Oh boy. Uh, so we're back at the- Oh boy, you said those words. So we're back at the butcher. Oh my god. Uh, and Ben is talking to Ricky about- Ricky says, so you're going to Italy to have sex? Not even real sex. More more like like foreplay. foreplay. What is Bologna to them? What is the, Bologna to this show? It's the oral in, the oratorium. Oh my god! Uh, uh, why is Ricky then, so angry at Ben for going out? Of, he's like I don't angry. Know. He's like, well, why are you leaving Amy here just with me and the baby? You always take care of that baby, Ben. Why are you gonna stick me with the baby? Remember he says when that Amy- Ben is uh, Ben is trying to run away from his responsibilities. What fucking responsibilities? His he's fucking 15. dad gave him a job at uh, offer. It, it, <laughs> he's fifteen and he's gonna go work over the summer. I did notice uh, once again interesting uh, thing was uh, they're in a butcher shop, right? And mm-hmm. it's very blurry, but you can make out the prices for the beef and oh, stuff. Here we go. And uh, it's. It's b- the most expensive cut of beef there is some like a top sirloin or something, and it's five dollars a pound. I like everything's between cheap. a dollar and two dollars. I I've never been to a butcher shop in my life. That is, so I'm gonna assume absurdly that that's very cheap. cheap. It's okay. like baffling that they couldn't be like, well, steak. How much is steak? I don't know, two dollars. Yeah, well, the $3. whole place is a front for the mob anyway. But that's true. They don't. So, they sell. They sell um, like they sell like kangaroo or something. <laughs> Dude, I want to eat kangaroo. They deserve it. (laughs) You hate kangaroos a lot. I don't hate them. I'm afraid of them. Uh, Are they in the tribal stage? Ricky, yeah, they they are in the tribal stage with Spore, and I'm terrified. (laughs) We'll write in both of them. Once they learn how to craft spears, once kangaroos discover crafting and they build a crafting table, we are fucked. (laughs) Uh, Wait wait till we get diamond pickaxes. Uh, So Ricky wonders why Ben called Adrian. Instead of Alice, specifically. And Ben's and like, well, Alice is a fucking nerd. She doesn't know shit about shit. How did you literally write the same words that I had written by note? I just wrote, Alice is a huh? fucking because nerd. Because that's what he said, word for word. Oh, that's right. They swore on the show. And then uh, Ricky says, stay away from Adrian, because Ricky has feelings for her, he says. So, uh, so Ricky says, he's like, why do you gotta go to Italy to have sex? I can get you laid right here. Uh, and then and then ten seconds later, he's like, you know, Ben, you don't need to be having sex with anyone except Amy when she's ready. <laughs> And then, uh, then, then Ben, ben here's is my like, question. Here's my question. Uh huh. How would Ricky get Ben laid? I don't know. And then he's like, well, he, I've <laughs> got a friend. Switcheroo. Come on out, Sean. And so Ben, uh, she, for he, any yeah. of our, our newer listeners, that's a reference to a, a Sean Johnson appearance earlier on the show and not a gay joke. So Ben oh. says to Ricky something about like, uh, he says, some, he said, Ricky's like, I don't need to have sex. I want to have sex. And Ricky's like, well, I want to have sex too. And then Betty comes in. I get it. Oh, Betty comes in and she's here to get some sex. I mean, steaks. And uh, they have a very, very. Do you want you go ahead and talk about the thing that okay, Ricky so, and Betty say to each other? Because it's another. So Ben of- introduces Betty. He's like, "Oh, this is this is Leo's fiance." And and Betty goes, "That's French for betrothed." And then Ricky's like, "Oh, congratulations to." He says, "Congratulations to him," and not like congratulations. Congratulations to him. I think it's... <laughs> I swear to God, this is word for word, and it makes no yes, sense. She yes, yes. That's French for betrothed. He says, congratulations to him. I think it's best wishes to the future bride. And she says, oh, I didn't know that. And he says, I have a lot of useless information in my head. 
Citation needed. So, yeah, so I was like... Did you also instantly Google this? Are they doing, like, etymology trivia where it turns out that, like, fiancé, like, comes from something that means best wishes to the future bride or something? Which is a long... There's no truth to that whatsoever. They can say a lot of words in one word in France. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, there is stuff like that where it's like a word used to mean like an expression and now it just means one thing. You well, know? here's the thing. Like, oh, Fran- dude, I actually, this is, this is interesting. I actually looked up the etymology of the word chow and apparently that actually weirdly, I'm not making this up. Chow was an expression. Okay. So, and I'm sorry for pronouncing this wrong. It says the word derives from the Venetian phrase, chow vostro, meaning literally I am your slave. Huh. So, uh, it. It was not, it says, it was not a literal statement of fact, but rather a perfunctory promise of goodwill among friends along the lines of like, oh, at your service. Gotcha. It's kind of, that reminds me of like how goodbye is actually like a, it comes from the phrase God be with you. Huh. Breasts. So yeah. Uh, so, so just, just like, it, uh, yeah, over, over time, it just got shortened fia- to chow and then fiance it, actually now means, it just means like, hello. Well, the thing about French is that they have, they have like 70 words for best wishes to the future bride. Yeah, it's a very beautiful. Fiance yeah, with different, fiance. different accents and letters, but none of them are pronounced. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, so anyway, just to be clear, that is not what fiance means. You can't just fucking make up etymologies and be like, this it's is Secret a fun, Life of the American Teenage. This is writing do I'm doing all the time. Uh, so, yeah. so then and then, Ricky, and then and then Betty's like, I can't seem to keep any information in my head because she's an idiot. Do you get it? Yeah, she's an idiot. She says that they're not. They're keeping it quiet. Uh, they're keeping their wedding quiet until they find her. Their uh, her dog. Because she's an idiot. Uh, yeah, and then Ricky Ricky then asks Betty if she's ever been to Bologna, and she says, Oh, I've been there many times. People are really, really friendly there. They'll walk right up to you and suck your dick. <laughs> well, she actually says, she does say that all of that except for the dick part. And she says, and there, people are really, really friendly, and there's there's spaghetti all over the place. <laughs> so and I then... <laughs> That, sorry to just go through this like line by line, but it's so bad. And then they're and then they're like, "Hey, so what's Bologna known for?" And she says, "Everybody knows that Bologna's known for hey, the can, Leaning Tower of Pizza." Can I just say, if I if I received oral sex every time someone in this show said, uh, "Do you know what? Or, uh, do you know what Bologna's known for?" I'd have to be in Bologna because there's no other place in this world <laughs> where you can get that much oral sex. Yeah, it's true. Well, it's a, everyone in Bologna is Bologna. So, uh, and then, anyway. and then she does later say, I'm just kidding. Everyone knows what Bologna is known for. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> it's like, no, it's not really the leaning tower. Was it pizza. like, everyone they, knows Bologna is known for. Was it like, they were like, we need to make up a, a plot thing about why Bologna is bad. Like yes. bad for, and then That's they were exactly like, well, what it was. so we need every character to know. So our, our viewers believe it too. Yeah. And then she, she gets her stakes and she leaves. And then Ricky immediately knows that she's a prostitute because I don't know. And, then, yeah, Ricky's, Ricky was like, Ricky's like, I think I remember the name Betty before. Hmm. Yeah, because there's only one person named Betty. And, uh, but then, so, but then Ben mentions, he's like, well, yeah, maybe you know her. She like, she knows Tom somehow. And then Ricky laughs because he's like, oh, hey. Oh, R- Ricky loves it. Uh, so D- then does Ricky, does Ricky, did Ricky know about Betty and Tom? Ricky I don't knew remember. about, Ricky knew about Betty. I think I, if they didn't talk about it too, Grace Ricky, might have def- mentioned it to him. So yeah, I, but, I but, can accept that. Yeah, he actually came to the Bowman's house shortly before Betty arrived in that episode. So okay. Anne comes home and the house is clean. There's a roast in the oven, and Anne is like so genuinely proud of her daughter. And then I feel yeah, so and, bad and, for her. Yeah, and Amy's like, you know what, Mom, you you do so much for me and Aww. Ashley, and you know Amy. you always you always kept the house clean and you always had dinner ready for us, even if it was like a microwave lasagna, and. uh... 
It wasn't okay. It was lasagna that she was reheating. It wasn't microwave. She was reheating it. Fuck you. Anna's a great mom. No, no, no. I, I, I wasn't saying that to be disparaging at oh, okay. all. Um, and and she's like, you know, mom, I appreciate you so much. I wanted to return the favor for you. You know. And she and, also says she says that and she's like, you did so much for me, and you're expecting. She says yeah. it in a really weird way. Yeah, and and Anne is like, well, thank you, Amy. That's that's really sweet of you. Thank you so much. Aww. And and then Amy, <sighs> like, just uh, by the way, one little tiny to... tidbit, one little cap. I was supposed you'd be willing to watch John for two months while I go to Italy. Uh, uh, uh and then it, uh, amazing. Uh, I loved it... Anne's face here. Oh, she hates it. She's just, like, staring at Amy, and she's, like, got this smile, like, oh my god, my daughter is My daughter's a ridiculous. piece of garbage. Uh, there's an ama- So then it cuts to a- a- Amy, presumably, and said, no! No! And then Amy presumes, like, I'm going to Dad's house! And there's an amazing juxtaposition in this scene where Amy's like, it's just for two months! My mom can watch John for- she's just, like, screaming and complaining about how she- wants to abandon her child for over half of his life. And while this is happening, George is holding John and just, like, bouncing him up and down, and he's looking so happy at John. Like, he loves John so much, while Amy, his, John's mother, is just like, fuck that kid, I hate him! (laughs) Yeah. Can't you put, you love him, why don't you take him? I don't want him! Ashley is there, too, and she asks about, uh, what about your job? And then she's like, it's a pity job, citation needed. Not only does she say it's a pity job, oh, sorry, wait, 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 sorry. Before, before, Amy, before Ashley says, what about your job? <laughs> Amy's like, well, for, okay. Ashley suggests that she take John with her to Italy. No. no. And then Amy's like, oh, the nursery. I can just leave him at the nursery for two months. Forever! Why, wait, why am I, why is he even here right now? Why don't I just leave him at the nursery all the time? <laughs> And then yeah, so then then uh, God, Ashley's Amy, like, I hate you Ashley's like, so yeah, much. Wh-, Ashley's like, yeah. What about your job? And Amy's like, they don't even, they don't really need me there. And you could do it, Ashley. That's not how jobs work. But she did that in the last episode. I know, but that's not how jobs work. Still. And also, the reason that she's working there is so she can pay for the baby. What is this about a pity job? I don't know. <laughs> it's a job. And then, and then Ashley's like, I don't think so, Amy. It's your job. And, and Amy goes, and you're my sister. No! And you're my whore! <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and then uh, Amy mentions going to Bologna, and when George finds out about Bologna, you, you better believe he's like, <laughs> the blowjob town. <laughs> That's where nice. Ben's going. <laughs> what if every time someone said Bologna, someone just said nice? <laughs> Amy, yeah, Amy, and then and then Ben and Leo are talking. Did you like, by the way, that uh, for every scene where Amy was talking to George and Ashley, uh, George and Ashley were just like huddled together in the corner of the yes. room while Amy is like pacing around and screaming. Yeah. She, Amy, I feel I, I I feel genuinely bad for everyone in Amy's family. Like, why? Why Except did the right? Why why did the writers make her this bad? Why did they bad. do this? So then Ben and Leo are talking, and Ben says Ben's he's cleaning like, up, quote unquote. He he came everywhere thinking about sex with Adrian, okay. so he had to clean up all the and cum. Ben Ben just asks his dad, he's like, "Did you know the Bologna is known for?" And Leo just cuts him off. He's like, "Yes, urban so, legend, probably." Leo seems to actually canonically be sending Ben to Bologna for him to receive but the no, gift. Because Leo Leo says he's he cuts him off. He's like, "We're not talking about that." Yes, it's known for that, but it's probably an urban legend. Hey, so, uh, speaking of Baloney, and Baloney turns to, to, nice. to Blarney, 
Do you know, in in Ireland, I think it is, if you kiss the Blarney Stone, you get the gift of Gab. If you kiss the Bologna Stone, you get the gift of Gob. That's like a mouth on your, your, your Johnson. So Adrian your and Ricky had sex again because So like, remember whatever. the last scene when Adrian like storms away and she's like, no, I'm not getting, I'm angry well, at you, Ricky. Well, well, what happened was she went home from school in the middle of the day and then she was just at, she was sitting at home just thinking, man. She was sitting in the, a chair in the middle of her room looking at her Ricky Tulpa. I, I thought about Fusilli and, and Spaghettini and, and Rigatoni and I gotta say, I made myself really horny. I could give Ricky all those things here. Bologna's wherever those three things are. Yeah, so we cut to Adrian and Ricky in bed together. So she gets her toilet paper roll and buys two ducks. There's two ducks, and Ricky Ricky says something. <laughs> Ricky's like, says something about like wanting to do something romantic for her, and she's like, and she romance says, doesn't reel. Uh, this again, remember when, yeah, and then uh, Ricky then tells Adrian that he wants a commitment citation needed! Well, he wants a commitment now. Remember the last scene? No, I don't. And remember Ricky when he tells Adrian no, and not to have sex with other guys, specifically Jack or Ben, which is very easy because why? One of those people is literally like a a, a like a force field of sex that you could not penetrate. <laughs> nice. Oh, and oh, yeah. yeah, and then he he tells her that he doesn't want her having sex with anyone else. Ricky for this stands scene. up, gets out of bed, and he's wearing he's like shirtless, looking like a snack, looking like a like a three course meal. Except he's uh, sixteen. But he's actually, 16. he's like 50 years old or something. How old he's is Darren Kagasoff? Uh, I think he he's was in his 20. They filmed. He's I think like he was three. Th- he's in his 20s. He was. He was like three years old. I just uh, love. I just love the way that they're like, "Ooh, eye candy! Look at this 16 year old." Yeah. So so then uh, Adrian's like, "What about Amy?" And he's like, "I'm not gonna have. I'm not gonna have sex with Amy. Even if I could, I wouldn't because Ben is my friend." Citation needed. Notice that he didn't. He didn't. She's like. She's like, don't, I thought, don't you want to have sex with Amy? And he just says, I'm not going to. He doesn't say, no, I don't want to. He just says, I'm not going to do that because Ben is my best friend. I love Ben. He's my best we friend. We are best buds. Uh, and then he's like, I want to be exclusive with you. Bye. And then he leaves before he puts his shirt on. Yeah, like he, he, says, he says, I, he's like, I want a commitment. Bye. <laughs> I got to go see Grace. They don't actually like settle on anything or talk about it at all. <laughs> Grace is in trouble. Yeah, so Adrian, she she's all excited, and she grabs her phone, and she pushes the call Grace button, and she's like, oh, shoot, and she cancels the call and puts her phone back down, because she remembers then, that Grace doesn't want to be your friend. Grace, Grace calls her, and then she's like, I was going to call you, you're on my speed dial, what? Her what? Yes, remember her when spe- that was a thing? Her, does that just mean, like, she practiced dialing a bunch, and she's really fast at it? Do you literally not know no, what No, I know what a is? speed dial is. Okay, Jesus. Well, no one emails anymore, but everyone speed dials. Yeah, well, I don't know. You're a child. And so, yeah, they so, reconcile. Yeah, and Grace, is, Grace is like, I'm on your speed dial. And Adrian's Aww. like, you're number one on my speed dial. And Weird. it's like, ah. Grace doesn't need, Adrian never needs to, like, call her mom or something. Yeah, you're number Actually, one. Actually, no, number one is, else. number two is 911, so she can call Ruben. Uh, so <laughs> Grace is very happy it's, that. You know, it's nice, though. I'm glad they patched up their friendship. Yeah, it was good. I, I, I think we said that Adrian and Grace being friends was, like, a high point for this, like, a, 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 yeah. a shining light in the show. And we get, uh, a, Grace, we get a nice nice little conversation between them yeah, of them talk- just like talking like friends and it was nice and then we yeah. fade back into amy talking to ashley and george and everything's bad <laughs> fuck again. my ba- i hate him he's the worst he She's shits like, so, all the time so grace has has everything er, so adrian how's everything going with you we haven't really talked i will say one yeah, thing well you know it's it's been up and down like my brother wouldn't fuck me anymore but my dad's getting a hat <laughs> i fucking hate my baby 
And then she, what if the scene was like bad, like they were intercut, like cinematically, like like the dramatic <laughs> music's playing, and she's like, I will say that Grace says, uh, like she's back together with Jack, and um, we're not gonna have sex anymore, and I, we're gonna try to be better Christians, and then Adrian's like, I I, I want I also want to be a, a good Catholic, uh, which For is this weird. Scene. For the, yeah, she says like I want to be a good Christian too, and then Grace's like, huh? And she's like, uh, what? Who? What? Hey, remember you? the last episode when when Adrian told uh Ruben that she wasn't gonna have sex anymore? Nope. And okay. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, yeah, Amy okay. says We're Amy said back to this shit. Amy's like, if you keep John for just a few <laughs> weeks, I'll promise. I promise I'll take care of your dog whenever you go out of town. I hate Ashley, but I love that she's like, why don't you just kennel your baby, Amy? <laughs> and then Amy's like, <laughs> that that's a, a great line. idea. I already keep a muzzle on him. I might as well. And then Ricky is here for some reason. And then Ricky shows he, up and, and he takes the baby. He takes and John, John loves from Ricky. George. And he's like, "Hey, John, it's me, your daddy." And John's like, "I love you, father." And then Amy, George and, Amy and George should first... actually take this opportunity to throw down a smoke bomb and get the hell out of there. Yeah. And this is this is for the first time that Amy has noticed. She's like, "You know what? John loves his dad." That's weird. Why does it? Why does? I wonder why John doesn't seem to like me as much as he likes you. <laughs> All she needed, all she needed was an ulterior motive to finally realize that Ricky's a good dad. Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, I thought you were gonna say, like, the reason that Amy starts being a good mom is because she's jealous of Ricky. Uh, no. And okay. so, so, he, so she's like, hey, Ricky, you're so good with John. Have I ever mentioned that? Also, you're really handsome, and, uh, and I appreciate you so much. So, would you mind, maybe for a couple months, if I were to just peace out? Ricky and- says, uh, Ricky says, uh, just like it, Ben, go to Bologna. He's been really good to you and me. Footage not sound. Needed. Citation needed. What? Well, let's see. What has Ben done for Ricky? Uh, He's been I really guess he, in close he proximity did one, to you. He did one thing for Ricky, which was he capitulated on uh, staying and working so Ricky could go to Marshall's funeral. That's all I can think of. Yeah, instead of instead of Ben going for no fucking reason, and then Amy, he he's uh he gave Amy some ice cream. He called her a whore, and then he offered to watch her baby, and then didn't. <laughs> yeah, and then and then Ricky's like, "Come on, just let let Ben go to Italy, and don't make him feel bad about leaving. He deserves that." And Amy just says, "No." And then she looks at John, and she's just like, "How do we get ourselves into this?" And then he says, "Sex." Yeah. And then she goes, "Ugh, sex," which is uh the opposite of breasts, huh? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so then we're, we're with Anne and David. This They're is one of the worst Amy's scenes in the show. Disgusting meals. I hate this scene so much. They like take a bite out of whatever it was. I think it was like an entire chicken or something. And then they funny spit it out because it's gross. And then, and then Anne's Where like, did my ducks go? Anne's like, I'm really sorry. She tried. And David goes, Yeah, I'm really sorry. She tried too. <laughs> and then David's like, he puts on his like tinfoil hat. And oh, like God. begins conspiracy, begins his Alex Jonesing, but I won't do the voice. He's like, basically, he, yeah. So he says that he, in, infertility runs in his family, which huh? makes, <laughs> my dad was infertile and his and dad his, was infertile. His father and his father before him. We actually, I sprung <laughs> from my father's brain, like Zeus, like Athena sprung from Zeus's I head. Mean, I know that you can have babies when you're infertile, but the idea of infertility running in your family is just such a funny There's line. A, David, in, if you look closely, next to the ice skates in David's, the funny straight ice skates are, uh, is a pedigree of David's bloodline and the infertility running therein. So, so David is confused how Anne could get pregnant. So he mm-hmm. went to a doctor's appointment to check his balls and, Sure enough, he's infertile. 
Yeah, and he says the reason that he and his first oh, wife got divorced fuck. is because they weren't able to have a kid. So not because so they he, weren't. No, that's not why. It's because they they weren't able. Oh, that's to have, right. They couldn't agree the, on whether or not to adopt, whether or not to adopt, or like get a surrogate or something. So, I, I, I don't know. Who so then, but anyway, so David, he, so he his theory is that, and I should say she, the whole time that this conversation is happening, George is outside the like glass door, walk, oh, yeah, reacting, funny watching. And he, he fucking loves this conversation. Yeah. So so David says, I kind of thought. Because I know that I'm infertile, I thought that you were trying to trick me, and it's probably someone else's baby. And she's like, why would I do that? And he says, well, because I'm the sole heir to a large fortune. Ben alert. It's Ben. David is Ben. (laughs) Ben Ben is David. It's Ben. And then Anne Anne is like, she's like, well, why don't you just have me investigate it if that's how you're going to be? And he's like, well, I did. I did. So what a dirt bed. So so Dave, Ben has only gotten worse, I think, for real. Uh, and then David's, and then, and then he, and then <laughs> he's like, "Well, do you still want to marry me?" And she's like, "Why would I want to marry you?" And he's yeah, like, no, "Well, no, think he about." Say, he says, he, he says, "I was wondering if you were, if you would be open to a prenup because I'm so, oh, I'm so God. suspicious of you." And she's like, oh. "Why would I still want to marry you after this?" He's like, and "What he about says, the factories? What about the golden yachts?" She says, why would I still want to marry you? And he says, I don't know, but... And he gets down on one knee. <sighs> and then the episode ends. And let me tell you... What is wrong with him? How has Ben gotten worse at proposing? So he... Ben brought a ring to accuse... To the dinner where he accused Anne. He's like, I hope this goes well. Sorry. I hope this goes well for I me. I hope this goes well. I don't know why I was doing sort of a Watto voice or something. Uh, but, but, uh, but yes, he's like, I'm going to accuse Anne of, of trying to steal all my money by getting pregnant. And then I'm going to pop the question. And then, yeah, episode and then, ends, but then and she, when he, when he pulls out the ring, there's like a big diamond. She sees a big diamond and she makes wow eyes. And she, yeah, she makes wow. Wow. Uh, and so she's like, what am I going to do? I messaged you. I messaged you and I said, uh-huh. I am so fucking furious at this show for this cliffhanger. And I refuse to leave our podcast on the cliffhanger is it okay if we just look at at the and very I beginning said, of the next yes so what happens please she she tells david uh, between episodes off camera she's like i really am not making this decision right now i bet that's the last time we ever see david <laughs> uh no sorry oh i do remember david being around oh I don't remember how much he's around. I don't know. I I really don't think they get married, but I'm I'm almost positive that they don't get married. Yeah, but he fuck, is in the show you. for some amount of it. Fuck you, Secret Life. We're not time. putting a, a cliffhanger in our stupid podcast. Yeah. So Brandavision, Brandavision. That was the one, oh my god, that episode sucked so bad. It was really like the episode. perfect conversation of all the subject matter and all the things that were said were so stupid, and also nothing happened in this episode. Not to mention the entire thing of Ben's plot with Amy and Adrian and all that conflict was so fake. There was no reason for it to so, happen. So, is Ben going to go to Italy? Uh, he does go to Italy. Cool. And then we see the whole scene where he gets a blowjob. It's great. Yeah. So, questions? Questions. If you have questions, you can send them to jerganit.tumblr.com slash ask. So, we have some questions. Uh, yeah. What if... Oh, Sorry. What if John was played by an ADHLT? I assume that's supposed to say adult baby. I think Ricky holding a 40-year-old man in a diaper would be good to see. Well, I got news for you. 
later in the show, John's John. actor gets older and older. <laughs> he is. And uh, the, yeah, time, he, the timeline doesn't keep up. Are you saying so that John has, like, see, are you saying that John has, like, progeria or something? Because that's, that's fucked up. Uh... No, okay, I'm not. But I thought you were saying John has they, accelerated they just, aging. Just the um, the speed that Mama this child ages. Me. Mama, I'm yeah. hungry. Water so me. to answer your question, he he is. Anthony Hobson asks, "How bananas is the secret diary of Alexandra Jurgens?" I don't know. You should donate to find out. The only way to find out. Yeah, it's one, it's getting good. It's, we're we're really fleshing out this theory that Ashley unknowingly uh, her diary note? is a death note, and it's it's. Like I, we I made we made that joke offhand, and then there was real payoff the next it's week. It's making I, more and more sense. I fucking love the diary. It's 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 such a it's so fun to read, and I think the episodes are act, like I'm not saying this to try to sell our thing. I yes, I are. really really want people to hear us read it because it's so funny to me. It is good. There's I, a thing about really the Twilight Zone, and like we yeah, edited the Twilight Zone thing was actually consistent Ashley, in the book. She talks Ashley about how much she loves the Twilight Zone. Writes like a a like. Uh, Rod Serling, uh, Twilight Zone monologue for herself, which we read and put the Twilight music. What was that? Oh my god. And she says, like, Twilight Zone, Ashley Jurgens edition. So yes, it is, it was a very good idea to read this book. I'm very happy we did it. Yeah. Um, next question from Anonymous. Uh, and I think I can guess who this is. So I'm going to say this question from Ameet says, what kind of card game would Sloat be if it was a card game? What would be the goal? Uh, okay. So in your hand, you have a deck of cards. It's okay. It's Uno, and then you put the cards down it's, and you jerk off with U- your hand. <laughs> here's the, here's how it works. It's Uno, okay. But instead of number like cards, they're like babies and responsibilities. And when okay. you have one left, you say Amy, and then when you and then when you get rid of all of those, you win. Okay. It's a goal about abandoning your responsibilities and jobs and like just just not giving a shit about anything anymore. I would imagine it's sort of a deck building game where you uh, get different abilities through different combinations of characters having sex. (laughs) Uh, It's it's like oh hell yeah! I have I have Adrian and God. There's so few characters. This game wouldn't work very it's well. It's Yu-Gi-Oh, but, but all but it's hard to play because the cards are, are all crusty and stuck together. I have Adrian and Thomas. That gives me a. I don't know. Never mind. I've never <laughs> played. I've I played the only card-based game I played was uh was Cosmic Encounters, and it was like one of the worst experiences of my life. That's because you just got very bad luck. For the record, Cosmic Encounter is a fucking good game. I was the ne- I just got a hundred negotiate cards, and I was the negotiator. The game, you just got bad luck that made the game literally unplayable for you. But yeah, the game is very good. Okay. Any more uh, Anonymous asks: Say and elaborate on one good thing about the character you hate the most that isn't Ben. <laughs> oh, that's so hard. Uh, okay. Okay. This, no, this is easy. This is easy. The character that I hate the most that isn't Ben is Ashley. And Ashley, to her credit, and it's it's hard because the characters are so inconsistent, but Ashley, to her credit, had some moments early on where she was being really supportive of Amy in her time of need, and Amy was like, Ashley's the only one that she can confide in. See. And uh, on top of that, Ashley, despite it being the opposite of what she said previously, where she was like, I'm going to help you take care of the baby, Ashley is very good at, like, calling out Amy on her bullshit. That is because true. she's read the script. Uh, 
Okay, so Ashley was my least, my second, but I think Amy is actually now my second least favorite character, so this is actually going to be really hard, because I legitimately cannot think of any good things that Amy has ever done for anyone on this show. Hold on. Has Amy she, done she, anything she, for- She genuinely was trying to help out Grace. That is true, but then it turned into her just not wanting to go to work, which sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh... Oh, fuck. There was a what time. Has Amy done that's good. There was a time, a glorious time, where Amy thought, I'm in high school. I can't raise a baby. I need to give this baby up to a good home. That's true. And she, like, made a video where she's like, yeah, I love you. And well, that was nice. I mean, she didn't. Uh-huh. But that was Ashley's fault. But that's, that's, that's all I got. All right. At some point, Amy admitted that she wouldn't be a good mom, but then she. Did, <laughs> yeah did. yeah she did the dang thing yeah uh last question also from anthony hobson is happy birthday jordan hey thanks i guess this isn't very timely because you have to record the episode huh well what kind of drunk do you think the slow teens are happy drunk sad drunk horny drunk etc i know it's not very sensible to ask this to a 21 year old and a straight edge guy but there is literally no other authority on this show for me to turn to okay so ben is a horny drunk yeah jack is canonically a sad drunk Jack is a sad drunk. I think that Ricky would be an angry drunk. I think Ricky's an angry drunk. Amy is a happy drunk, I think, to me. Or a Um, horny drunk. I think that Amy would be... The only scenario in which Ben and Amy... I can see Amy as a sad drunk. Yeah, I mean, she should be sad all the time. I just can't see why Amy would ever be happy. I I have this... I've had this idea knocking around in my head, by the way, for the past uh, week about... uh, enjoying uh an episode of sloat with a bowl of uh of raisin bran and wine and uh, if i do that i will give a, a taste review on how that treats my mouth but i've i've i don't want to work up the strength to try that horrible converse combination of, of of treats you shouldn't um is there anyone else who missed grace grace would be a happy drunk grace is a happy drunk uh marshall's a dead charred drunk i think grace would be a happy and horny drunk George would be an angry horny. Uh, he, George, what is a? <laughs> there's that triangle of angry, ha- horny, and hungry. Yeah, so angry, George horny, and would hungry. be hungry. <laughs> and um, uh, and then Ashley would be horngry. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thus. Sure. Did we miss anyone? No, I don't think we did. Uh, so that's gonna do it for this week. So let's see. Uh, all jurganit.tumblr.com jur- twitter.com slash jurganit I'm twitter.com slash stress. Jordan is twitter.com slash bradipusrex we got our patreon uh, patreon.com slash jurganit for one dollar you get access to our readings of Ashley's secret diary for five dollars you get shout outs which I've got one right here ooh let me pull out this shout out wow it's for our patreon subscriber Stephanie god bless you Stephanie I'm so sorry about everything that happens in discord um, <laughs> that'll make sense to her. No one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, shit. $10. You can make Jordan say anything in Ben voice. ASMR optional. You can also make me say stuff, but ASMR mandatory. Oh God. Uh, and for $15,000, you're a bronze level member. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Diary, diary good. Diary great. Diary good. It's diary very great. good. I want to take the diary on a big, I'm sexy date. date. 
to Bologna, where you'll have to, Rita to Bologna, where I will perform spaghetti. Or I will perform spaghettini on the diary. Manja. That's what they say in Bologna. What does that mean? That's <laughs> what you say when it's like dig in. Oh, manja. That's great. That's the title of this episode. Manja. Stay horny. I think. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. Oh, wait. Sorry. No. No. Grazie, Brenda. Good. Brenda Vision. American Teenager Radio.